Hey guys, super excited to be back with you guys. I had started this podcast in 2019 or 2020, um, pre-pandemic, and recorded one or two episodes, and then COVID hit, and it has just been a whirlwind for my family, as it has for many. Um, It is 2.53 a.m., on Saturday morning, and I am really questioning God on why this early in the morning is the best time for me to record these podcasts. I've recently listened to my first two episodes of the podcast, and strangely, it was around 2 a.m. when I recorded the first podcast. I remember sitting on the living room couch being extremely exhausted and wondering why all of these thoughts to share came to mind between 1 and 2 a.m. in the morning. I just finished an assignment for my theology class. I am graduating this May. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It has been a rough three and a half years trying to raise four children, work full time since I've been back to work, and keep my sanity while trying to get this education. Um, So I'd finished my schoolwork and God just gave me a message of holiness, a message of carrying one another's burdens and how important that is to us being successful in our walk with Jesus, um, especially for new Christians um, as well as seasoned Christians or us that that have been walking with God most of our life, um, it is just, it's important no matter where you are in your walk. Um, So I have some things that God has laid upon my heart to share with you guys. I am super excited to be back. I think it's really funny that for the last several months, I've been bouncing back and forth on topics to share with you. Nothing just quite seemed right, or I would just decide it was me and not God speaking, uh, circumstances would come in the way. Something else was more important. Important. Um, so I'm excited to be back, and I'm excited that I am hearing God in the direction that He wants me to go with this. Um, I apologize if I stutter. As I said last time, I'm extremely exhausted. It's 2:55 in the morning now, um, and yeah, I'm gonna have a good talk with God and figure out why I am so ready for these podcasts in the middle of the the night. Alrighty, so today, as I've mentioned, one of the main focuses that I wanted to talk about was the topic of holiness. Uh, One of the hardest things you will ever do in your Christian walk is try to remain holy in all aspects of your life. It sounds like it's a super simple thing, right? When we hear holy, we think that this means to be a good person or to do the right thing in situations that come about. While both of these things are important to Christian character, to be holy is a different level. Holiness is what brings us closer to God, and unholiness separates us from God. Sin. God love, God's love never fails, but temptation will take over if we do not stay close to God in prayer and reading of His Word. It is so important that we squeeze things into our day that keep us grounded and rooted in Christ. Of course we should be reading or listening to His Word every day. 
some days it seems like that we're too we're just too busy or we didn't have the time to do this then before we know it two or three days have passed and we have yet to open our bibles or listen to god's word i've had to work hard to really understand why having these habits outside of sunday morning are so important with all the technology that we have these days staying in god's word has become easier than we know to fit into our extremely hectic lives i have four kids guys so i get it i have started listening to my audio bible instead of music while working during the day um, I have also started listening to it when I am riding in the car. Sometimes when I'm riding in the car alone, I will call one of my friends um, that is a believer as well. And we will kind of have like a, a mini Bible study over the phone while I'm commuting. It is so important to do this now. It's, it's so important now more than ever because the world tries to tries its best to help us remain unholy because Satan is the ruler of this world as we all know there's almost nothing that we can watch on television anymore that is not mocking our christian faith in some way shape or form there's almost no secular music that we can listen to without terrible language and promotion of sin Satan is becoming more and more sneaky and brainwashing our children to drown out all of the Christian principles and the faith we are trying to instill in them. In these times, we must stand and stay in the Word. It is so critical to our lifeline right now. We must fight in prayer. Prayer is powerful. There is power in the tongue. Women are like the modern-day Eve. We know what God tells us within His Word, but sometimes we still give in to temptation and listen to the lies that Satan whispers. He is so slick and often preys on our weaknesses, but in Jesus, we can boast in our weakness. Satan will use disease and domestic problems as a foothold into your life. But Jesus will turn these hardships into strength and purpose. When a friend is going through something, help them stay in the word. Pray for them. Fight for them and with them in prayer and encouragement. Speak life over them. Prepare them that it's going to be hard, but we will fight together. Just the other day, I was talking to one of my closest friends that is awaiting some news over the next few weeks that can possibly change her life drastically. She's already been walking through the fire for the last two years dealing with a, a sickness, an illness. I told her that this is going to be hard and it's going to be difficult and you're going to feel like you want to give up and you don't have that fight anymore, but you have to fight. Then the tears filled my eyes and my heart totally continued to mourn with her and all that she's going through. I just, I felt her pain. I have been feeling her pain. God knows I have no idea what it's like to actually be in her shoes, but I have cried and prayed and hurt right along with her for the last two years. So in this moment, I told her, 
we will fight. We will fight against the enemy. We will fight against the negativity. We will fight against the the fear and the doubt that God is who he says he is. And he does have the ability to heal, to set free. He is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We are definitely in, in a spiritual battle, spiritual warfare battle right now as we speak. We are fighting against the principalities of darkness. That's what we're fighting against. It's not a fight against flesh and blood. It's a fight against the principalities of darkness. Satan is the ruler of this world. And it is so important now than ever that we keep our eyes focused on Jesus Christ. He is our Lord and Savior. He is our answer. He is our go-to. He is our everything. In order to keep him there, we must fight in prayer together, stand together as one. Division comes from the enemy. The kingdom has no room for racism. The kingdom has no room for division. We are all of God's children fighting through this world to remain holy, remain Christian, remain compassionate through all of the trials and tribulations that we've had to face. So, I'm sorry, the Holy Spirit kind of took me down that <laughs> that awesome rabbit hole. I'm going to get back to what I had made notes on. And I had stopped where I said, I told my friend we will fight. And I cried. And I truly meant that. And when I said the word fight, that's when it got me. That's when I started really, really crying. That The hurt cry. I like to call it the hurt cry. Sometimes we cry tears of joy. Sometimes we cry just, we tear up over a sad commercial. And sometimes it's that deep, rooted cry that just is painful that's the cry I had when I said fight because I'm willing to fight we have to be willing to fight for each other we can't give up the fight we're losing so many Christians so many lost souls in this world are just whittling away and we have to make a difference our time is running out The phrase that we have to stop worrying about everyone else's problems and focus on ourselves is the biggest lie from the enemy. It's a very deceiving statement. While we have to know that we are important and we need to keep ourselves healthy and mentally healthy so that we can carry out God's call to help others, that statement overall is a lie from the enemy. Scripture tells us to carry each other's burdens. We should carry one another's burdens. We should be with them alongside them. My pastor preached last week on the cost of compassion. It is a great cost and it will drain us to have compassion for others to the extent of carrying their burdens. But the reward is so great. I want to share this with you. This past year has been extremely rough for me. My husband and I separated. Every day I I found myself sad and defeated. 
The process was horrible. The enemy continued speaking negativity over my life and caused me so much confusion. But at the end of the day, my clarity came from the Lord. I had a constant support system of believers that were praying for me and with me over my situation. It felt as if I was walking through fire and begging to come out on the other side faster than God would allow me to. As the flames became higher, the more I depended on my support system who listened and prayed. They carried my burden with me, right along with me, right beside me, hand in hand, and I will forever be extremely grateful for them. My husband and I reunited in the same household this past December, and we are doing very well. I still have the same praying support systems and Prayer is continuing to work day in and day out. As hard as this past year was between carrying my own burdens of separation and my family being broken apart, I also carried the burdens of what my best friend was battling. I have come out on the other side with a hunger for God like never before. Even though my mess over the last year... Even though my life was a complete mess over the last year, something wonderful took place. My best friend and her husband started coming to church, and she made the choice to give her life to Christ. God will make beauty out of our ashes. This was the beauty that showed me I could come through the fire. Another soul was saved. Another life was changed. One more willing heart to serve in God's kingdom. Guys, that's that's all I have for my notes today. And I'm at 14 minutes. So I'm going to try to wrap this up here in the last few minutes. I cannot express to you how much we need Jesus Christ right now in this society, community, world in our nation, just all over. We have become such a confused body of people. We don't know who we are anymore. Our identity should be and always remain in Christ. There is peace and there is freedom in knowing that. And being assured of that. And guys, when you start to walk with Jesus, everything doesn't just automatically break off of you. You don't become saved and then the rest of your life is perfect. In fact, it's just the opposite. When you become saved, you now have a target on your back. The enemy is at your feet, knocking at your door watching your every move because he is intimidated. When we accept the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior, we become powerful in God's kingdom. And he knows this. Satan knows this. And he begins to plot and pray on our weaknesses and our strongholds and addictions and anything else that we have suffered through childhood or even adulthood in our lives 
that have become a weakness, he is going to prey on that. He is going to whisper lies. Sometimes he screams the lies. And the truth is, sometimes we will give in to him because we are human and we have a sinful nature. But it is so important that no matter what, we stay rooted in Christ. And the more we get closer to Christ and pray and read his word and just meditate on it in his presence through our worship, the more the enemy will not be heard. The more that we can silence his voice in our lives and begin to move forward with the plan that God has called, we are fearfully and wonderfully made in Christ. But we have to be rooted in Christ. We cannot be rooted and caught up in the things of this world and still be rooted in Christ. A bad tree does not produce good fruit, and a good tree does not produce bad fruit. That's in Luke. We see that in Luke. It's that simple. What you watch, what you listen to, as far as entertainment and music and TV and television shows, Everything you expose yourself to, your eyes are the window to your soul. So the things that you are watching and putting into your brain and your mind and enjoying or even just not enjoying, just watching it because you think it's interesting, it is harmful. It is harmful. If you've ever noticed a child or an adult, anyone who has a um, secular, I don't, I mean, it, of course it's secular if they're not a believer, but if, you, if you've ever noticed someone that is just rough around the edges, I guess is the best way to put it. They have a potty mouth, they curse all the time, they um, have a lifestyle that includes addictions or strongholds or Whatever they're going through. Guys, I'm not judging, I promise. I'm not judging them. I'm just stating the truth. When you see someone like that, if you examine their life, what they watch, what they listen to, the people they hang around, you will see that all of these things have influenced this person to start acting this way themselves. So, therefore, that is proof that what we watch and listen to does affect us in some way, shape, or form. It is so important. That brings us back to the beginning of this message that God has given me laid upon my heart tonight. Holiness is where it is. If you make a mistake, Lord, I'll be the first person to tell you if you knew me in my later teen years and even up until the age of 19 or 20, you would not believe that I am in this um, ministry right now, in this place right now with Jesus and my relationship. You wouldn't even think of me going to college to earn a degree in ministry. That was never something anybody would have thought based on my actions and lifestyle. I am far from perfect. I am a sinner 
saved by grace, the same as everyone else. Anything I've pointed out to you in this podcast or in future podcasts, please don't take it as judgments. I would be the last person to ever judge you because chances are I've done something worse. I've thought something worse. I've had a worse lifestyle. Um, So please, again, none of this is being judgmental. The problem is we have become such a nation that is um, very catered to, very selfish, very um, just super self-absorbed. And we, we feel like we have rights to everything, that it's our right to everything that is a blessing that should, we should view as a blessing things that are given to us has now become, it's our right. You know, we've just, we've really started taking things for granted and we have really honestly started to put a censor on the truth. We don't want to hear the truth anymore. And the truth is guys, the truth is in scripture and we can't change it. We can't make it what we want it to be so that our sin is acceptable. I've been guilty of that. My own self, I've been guilty of this many times. We can't do it. If we want a true relationship with Jesus, we have to be willing to open ourselves up to the truth. Sometimes it hurts. You know, conviction is not fun. When we feel convicted and we feel uh, guilty, you know, sometimes people say you shouldn't feel guilt, and, and I know that we, we shouldn't probably feel guilt. But we feel conviction as Christians because it's God's way of showing us that we know is something we should not be doing. And we definitely need to stop sweeping those things under the rug and address them. Because we are called to be holy You know, and that's with everything, again, the way that we carry ourselves, the way that we treat others, you know, and not just outwardly, it starts inwardly. It starts in the heart. If you're racist, and this, you know, this is a subject that's been battled for many years since back in in the time of slavery. You know, there was a time, as everyone knows, that Slavery uh, is a part of our history, and it was a time that it was right. In my heart, it was never right. It it never should have taken place. And unfortunately, because of our history and culture, you know, some of those things have kind of come into the present day, and people are still racist. We still focus on skin color. You know, I have people telling me all the time, I hear it all the time, and they think that it's it's what everyone says and does. And that's, you know, they'll say, well, I'm not racist, but, you know, I had a friend, she was a good black. I'm sorry, but when you're defining someone who's black as a good black, that's racist. That is a racist thing to say. We need to really focus on people's hearts and stop focusing on their appearance. Um, Guys, we just have to work to be holy because the world is trying to make everything we do and everything we're exposed to not holy. 
it's it is a full-time job to remain holy I'm not going to sugarcoat it but it does become easier the more that you get closer to Jesus Christ and that relationship strengthens and it grows and you feel the love and the compassion and the grace and the mercy that he has on you in your life the less you're going to automatically sin so guys I'm going to go ahead and wrap this one up Uh, Thank you so much for for listening, if you're listening, and I appreciate you letting me share my thoughts with you and talk to you about what I feel God is leading me to talk with you about. Um, I pray that this doesn't, that nothing I ever say hurts anyone's feelings, but I will not change what God is sharing with me or what the scripture says to fit anyone's liking. It is a choice to listen to these podcasts and we have the right to listen and we have the right to not listen. Um, I pray that you guys got something from this tonight and that God really spoke to your heart on one of these matters that we've discussed. And I am going to just share with you guys something super exciting before I jump off of here. Um, I have met someone on social media and she used to practice uh, witchcraft, I believe. She was a Wiccan and she um, pretty much has practiced like crystal therapies and different things that I don't even know about. And I believe, don't quote me on this, she's going to share this, but I believe it's been a year or two that she has given her life to Christ and she is thriving. And it's amazing that she's willing to come and share her story with us. She's agreed to come on the podcast. I hope she doesn't change her mind. Um, So look out for that. It's going to be sometime next week. Super excited to just ask her questions and hear what her life was like. Um, I can tell you that one of the biggest things that she has shared on social media about her story is that she never felt the love of Christ through any Christians during her journey with when she was being when she was a Wiccan when she was practicing Wiccan she never seen the love of Christ or felt the love of Christ from any Christians so in her mind she didn't know what a loving God was because you know Christians weren't portraying a loving God they were portraying a judgmental hateful God to her and it truly hindered her walk in her journey and I'm just excited to hear what God has done despite that and how God is using her and is going to continue to use her you know there are now Christians on her platform now that she's a Christian belittling her and talking about her tattoos and her appearance and come on guys examine the heart examine the heart not the outward body It just doesn't, it doesn't make sense. So when she's a Wiccan, we talk about her because she's a Wiccan and she's not a Christian and it's evil and it's satanic. But then when she becomes a Christian, she's not good enough to be a Christian because she has tattoos. That's, that's some of her hearts and it needs to change and we need to be holy. Lord God, I come to you in prayer as I close out this podcast. 
I'm really going to have a talk with you soon about why 2 or 3 a.m. is the best time (laughs) for me to do these podcasts. Lord, I thank you so much for this word that you've laid upon my heart tonight, Lord. And I know this is your timing. I don't care if I'm tired. I don't care if it's the middle of the morning. Lord, this is your will and I'm being obedient to it, God. I want to thank you for all the trials and tribulations that I've faced in my life over the last year, Lord. It's only made me stronger, closer to you, God, and I am one step closer to answering your call on my life in this ministry, God. Lord, I want to lift up my best friend, Jessica, to you, God. I just ask that you please continue to heal her body inside and out, Lord. Continue to draw her closer to you, God, her husband, her children, her family, Lord God. You know the need coming up, Lord. I just ask that you go before her, that you pave the way, and that you overall give her the strength that only you can do, God. Lord, I pray for me, and I pray for me being strong for her, Lord, that when I said, God, I would fight, Lord, I meant I would fight in Jesus' name. Lord, there is peace in your words. There is comfort in your arms, Lord God. I just ask that you take over this place, Lord. Continue to work in my heart, Lord. Continue changing me, God. I just ask that you be with all in this nation right now that are suffering, with Russia, with Ukraine, with all parts of the United States, Lord. Be with us. Cover our nations. Bring people to you, Father. That's the goal. Whatever it takes, Lord make it happen through us lord help us to continue to be obedient to walk in holiness god because to walk in holiness is to walk with you to walk in unholiness and disobedience is to walk with the enemy lord god i'm rebuking any attacks of the enemy over this next year as i work to roll out this ministry that you've laid upon my heart in jesus precious and mighty name thank you lord amen Thanks so much, guys. I look forward to seeing you on my next episode.